another episode of Hashtag Woke Settler Podcast. I'm your host, Eden. Today's episode is all about mental illness within the Indigenous community. We will be talking about how much of Canada's population is Indigenous, how many of them suffer from mental illness, and some of the causes of their mental illnesses. Also in this episode, we will talk about the stereotypes put on Indigenous and how it plays a role in their mental health. We will also talk about the lack of resources they have, and there will be a short video to explain. The percentage of the total population of Canada who reported an Indigenous identity is 4.9%, and out of that population percent, over 30% of Indigenous people are suffering from some form of psychological distress compared to 20% of the overall population. Researchers also found dramatic increases in Indigenous rates of youth suicide, anxiety, and depression, as well as cognitive disability and mental health problems among offenders. Depression is a common and life-changing mental illness in the Canadian population. This is especially true for Indigenous people who experience major depression at a twice the national average. Suicide rates among Inuit are shockingly high at a 6 to 11 times the Canadian average. In Nunavut in particular, 27% of all deaths since 1999 have been suicides. This is one of the highest suicide rates in the world and it continues to rise, especially among the youth. A 2020 report found that Indigenous people experienced depression 52% and anxiety 59% at much higher levels than non-Indigenous, 32% and 47%. As well, Indigenous women are at a 62% increased risk for experiencing mental health problems around the birth of a baby. Particularly depression, anxiety, and substance misuse, says a study from McMaster's University. causes of mental health issues and mental illness within indigenous communities. A lot of indigenous people's mental illnesses were slash are caused by the residential schools and the aftermath of how the people who are in them raise their children. The children growing up in unloving homes or having parents that were substance abusers and also having mental illnesses causes the majority of their children's mental illnesses. Children were also often removed from their communities, isolated from their families, and many children also experienced outright neglect and psychological and sexual abuse. This large-scale removal of children disrupted family and community structures so that the cultural tradition of values could not be passed on, often leading to intergenerational loss of parenting skills and fragility in forming attachments. Canada had committed cultural genocide in its dealings with the Indigenous peoples. This historical trauma of the Indigenous residential school system has had ongoing intergenerational effects on the psychological well-being of the Indigenous communities. For example, higher rates of depressive symptoms, suicidal thoughts and attempts, and childhood abuse and neglect are reported among the adults with a parent or grandparent who attended an Indigenous residential school in Canada than those whose parents did not. 
offspring of the parent or grandparent who attended an indigenous residential school in Canada reported greater depressive symptoms associated with stressors such as adult trauma and perceived discrimination, suggesting an enhanced sensitivity to such stressors. stereotypes that Canadians have on Indigenous people and their mental well-being. Some of the stereotypes put on Indigenous communities are that they're alcoholics, drug addicts, and criminals. Stereotypes, discrimination, and past trauma led to higher rates of illicit and prescription drug use and abuse that have been observed among Indigenous youth and adults compared with non-Indigenous Canadian populations. Social determinants of health such as poverty, unemployment, housing, and food security Social exclusion and discrimination almost certainly play a role in the mental health challenges faced by Indigenous people, given that they remain, on the whole, among the poorest and most socially disadvantaged people in Canada. funding and resources to help rehabilitate the people who suffer from mental illnesses. In an interview that CBC conducted, there is a talk on the lack of rehabilitation. Here's a part of that interview. The extent and the depth of mental health issues here in the north, it's enormous. Um, people are packing so much with them in terms of trauma, uh, unresolved grief and loss. Those common struggles have been brought up again and again at the inquiry into missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Families from across the territory testified in Yellowknife this week. Maybe things would have been different, like maybe... Maybe we all could have got help sooner. Jada Andre spoke about her sister Joni who was killed by her husband in the hamlet of Fort McPherson. The Northwest Territories has one of the highest rates of domestic violence in Canada, which is why Bardak believes the inquiry can't just be looking at ways to help women. I know that we want to focus on the women, but the women are asking for help for their men. And if women are in violent relationships, frontline workers say it can be hard to find a safe place to turn. Some small communities don't have shelters, and others are frequently at capacity. Physical health would be nice if we Bree Denning says this is supposed to be an emergency shelter, but some women have been here for years. So typically, how many people would stay here at a given night? Um, 24. She says they stay because they don't have anywhere else to go. A lot of women have given up. Uh, we make it hard for them. And so Denning says it can take a few months to get an appointment with a mental health counselor, while others are told they have to leave the territory. is isn't right that they can choose between um, accessing the care that they need and being in the North. Indigenous people have realized that unlike other Canadians, they do not get mental health support, which is discriminatory. In Canada, despite an abundance of health research documenting inequalities in morbidity and mortality rates for Indigenous peoples, Relatively little research has focused on mental health.
listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you were able to learn more about the mental health of Indigenous people, and you can help make an impact by donating and talking about these issues. We should all think more about others than just ourselves and show support for a great Canadian community.